Real quick disclaimer before we start this episode. I'm pretty sure I referred to this as episode 147 throughout this entire episode, but it's actually 146. Um, also, this is going to be a two-parter. We had so much stuff going on during uh, October, and we were kind of late getting it all together. Uh, it's too much for one episode. So if you're sad that Halloween's over, fear not. Every day is Halloween at Real Pop Culture, and we're going to extend the spooky season by a few days. Play the thing. We're back and we're here we are here we this is the first ever podcast that we've done on halloween night as of this recording it's october the 31st approximately 6 p.m central time well yeah because normally we've either got a show or i'm throwing a party and this year i wish you'd have thrown one, a party Dude. Some of those Halloween parties. You remember the time we came as Infinite Jasons? Yes. How many of us were there? Four. No, me, you, John, Lucas, Little Germ. So it's five. I thought there was one more. And we were. I like how we. Because I thought there was one. There was one for two, three, four, five, and six. I was. No. I was part six, Jason. Somebody Lucas didn't do part five. Man. He was video game. Yeah, Jason that's what it was. Not Nintendo, Jason. I was a uh, part three, Jason. Where's your mask at, by the way? I do. I it's probably somewhere in the in the man cave, best of my knowledge. Well, no, it was in the back of my Jeep, so it might be in one of my uh, Tupperware totes. I was pulling up the info about this. The first time in 76 years where we've got a full moon on Halloween. It's not just a full moon. It's a rare a blue, blue moon. moon. And it won't happen again until 2039. That's like 19 years from now. Yeah, it is. You had to look on your face like you were going to disagree. I looked on my face. I was like, it's first time in 76 years and it's going to happen again in 19 years? I mean, astrology, man. What are you going to do? I mean, that, those numbers Them damn don't stars, add up. man, they're doing some crazy stuff up there. They ain't just twinkling. They don't. They're moving around and shooting. Shooting. <laughs> I mean, they do sometimes. They're shooting star, man. Hey, it was cool. All of our, uh, at work yesterday, they gave candy out to all the team members as they was walking in. And all the advisors were dressed up. Well, one of them went as Goku from Dragon Ball Z. One of them went as we think he thought he was a pilgrim because we think he was he, he got a little bit mixed up but the plant the general manager was wearing a hockey mask a glow-in-the-dark jason mask i used to have one of those it was like one of those really el cheapo ones but dude it was so funny i mean because he's like six nine if he's that tall he'd make a good jason but I, yeah, that just popped in my head because I seen that Jason mask sitting over there. But hey, I thought that was funny. Speaking of astrology, like something like two weeks ago was the closest 
Mars has been to Earth in like a really long time. And it's going to be a really long time before it's that close again. So there's a lot going on in the sky lately. Well, that'd have been a good shot for them to go ahead and uh, shoot for the Mars mission then. <sighs> I don't know how that works. That's not actually how that works. There's, yeah, there's certain times when it's better to go, but I don't know. Well, it's, I'm not going to pretend to know anything about that. This is the only way I understand it. You don't shoot for where Mars is. You shoot for a Mars where it's going to be, be. Where it's going to be in six months. Yeah, or however long it takes. And, uh, yeah, you've got less than a point oh oh one plus or minus on your uh, projection. Okay, here it says, uh, and this was October 13th, so it's been, it's, it's further away now than it was then, but it says Mars will reach opposition on October 13th, 2020, when the red planet will be only... 39 million miles from Earth. That's 62.7 million kilometers. Dude, we could like touch it. For our English friends uh, or European, I guess all of Europe does that. People over the, the pond, yeah. Uh, the closest pairing until 2035. Now, wait a minute. The the other full moon thing was 2039. Yeah. That's a thing. And I think, uh, you know, they did that SpaceX test where Elon Musk put his Tesla... Yeah, in the in the uh, rocket ship with a, a man in it. Yeah, and you know it just shot it just past. Shot past Mars. Yeah, I, I seen that on Google the other day. Yeah, I thought that was uh, pretty interesting, and I really didn't understand why he done that to begin with, other than the fact that I mean he's Elon he's Musk. Elon Musk. That's 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 why. <laughs> um, at some point during this broadcast, I am going to try to find my list. Oop. I just found it. It was in my email. Oh, uh oh. Past Mark took care of me. Good I thought thing it wasn't was drunk, computer. Mark. No, it wasn't drunk, Mark, because I was at work. Unfortunately, they don't allow that sort of thing. It wouldn't make the day go by better, though. Um, it really doesn't. So, yeah, I sent, I'm, I'd made my list like the end of September. I mean, uh, yeah, September. And. I'm just now going to do it on this episode, and I've got Sean's list that I'm going to read as well. well. You know, that's funny, because I did my list the day y'all announced it on that podcast. All my, I paused the podcast. On my way to work, I was sitting there typing out in my notes. Okay, that's illegal. Uh, I wasn't texting. Uh, for any highway patrolmen that are listening, I can uh, give you Kelly's coordinates so that you can collect him for, for texting while driving. I wasn't texting. Well, you were texting yourself. No, I was writing memos in a notepad. You're right. That is so much different. That is, it's not texting. It's a totally different thing. Yeah. So, like, if a cop pulled you over and he saw you on your phone and he said, Sir, I'm going to have to give you a ticket for texting, you'd be like, But, officer, I'm like, Sir, I wasn't texting. I was was typing a list into my phone. He'll be like, Oh, well, excuse me. I'm so sorry for that. It might be a loophole. This is so embarrassing. I'm sorry I pulled you over. You never can tell. It Matter of fact, let me write time. you the opposite of a ticket. In case you ever get a ticket, you can like give them this, and it'll extinguish like a, it. a free get out of jail. A get ticket. out of jail. A get out of ticket free card. That'd be cool if they did that. That would be cool. Like if you did like something that's like super legal. You know. So if you're doing what you were supposed to be doing, <laughs> no, something like beyond what you're supposed to be doing. Like if you do like a good, really good deed. Like something that's really, really legal. Yeah, they do that. It's called the Good Samaritan Program, where they give out gift cards. Hmm. 
I don't know if Mississippi does. I probably it. wouldn't qualify. I'm not that nice of a person. Yeah, I'm not either when I'm like typing lists. When you're typing lists while driving. <laughs> I bet you were smoking a cigarette too, weren't you? Yeah. Did you have a cup of coffee between your legs? No. Coke Zero? In the cup holder. <laughs> well, thank God you were being safe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least I paused the podcast, okay? Just because you didn't want to miss anything. Yeah. <laughs> This is terrible. I made a list. Oh, by the way, before we go any further, this is the second intro we've done to this podcast. The last one we did. It's the lost it, intro. <laughs> yeah, let's just make this long story short. It, it, it was late at night. We were tired. It, it just, it's going to take a lot of editing to make it listenable. There was a lot of droning, a lot of pauses, a lot of stuff that I try to edit out well we also had a lot of people in here and there's people too. in here it was background noise which that's i don't know that doesn't really bother me so much um except for the fact well, that we're gonna they call i'm gonna edit it down up. later and we're gonna call it the lost intro and we're gonna put it on our patreon page at every level so if you're a patron on any level you'll be able to listen to it so i'll listen to it you are you're a patron on every level um probably still the only patron have you even checked it no, I think there's somebody else now. Well, we need to do a patron shout-out. Hey, thanks for being a patron. <laughs> well, they may not want us to say their name. I, I don't know their name. I so. did not even if they did, that. Even if they did want us to, I don't know it. Well, I mean, your name's not even on there. It's your uh, username. So, yeah, and that might be embarrassing for them, somebody else to find out that they're a patron of of Real Pop Culture. In my show notes here, I I saw uh, I, I wrote down because I watched this video about a new che Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot, and they said that they basically the cliff notes of the the video I watched said that uh, they got together, they wrote a script, the script was approved, they got the funding together, they cast it, and they started shooting it, and a week into shooting the movie, they fired everybody and started over. Wow. So, because I didn't like what they were seeing, maybe that's a good sign. Maybe that means they're putting more into it than just, hey, let's milk this franchise because we know people will watch it and they're actually trying to put out a good quality movie. Who's the director on it? Do you know? I have no idea. I don't remember. It's not Rob Zombie, is it? No. Well, I know he does the I mean, Halloween. Do I didn't know if he, he would, would. I think he would do a good one, but I, I do too. I he's not tied to it. But it sounds like something he would do. Like, you know what? Um, You're fired! He's fixing to put out a new movie. Yeah, Halloween Kills. I mean, shit, not a new movie. A, he didn't do that. Uh, a new album. Oh, really? Yeah, they just released a video the other day. So he's probably tied up doing all that. He's not doing movies right now. What else have I got? This is not Halloween related, but I want to say this before I forget it because I am so into this right now. I started watching Star Trek Discovery. Finally. Dude, that's a good show, Dude, man. that first season was awesome. This is what I like about it, because let me tell you, my, I always thought it was weird that you had to pick between Star Trek and Star Wars. That, that may not be a thing now, but like when I was in high school... You know, you had to you had to either be a Trekkie or a Star Wars fan. But I, I was always both. I was always both. I like the original Star Trek. I like Star Trek Next Generation. 
And that's kind of where it stopped for me, aside from the movies, but that's tied in. I was never big uh, on Next Generation. I liked it extremely. I like all the movies. But I, I definitely did not like Deep Space Nine. I didn't get into Babylon, whatever, or Deep Space Babylon, Nine. That, that Babylon's a different movie. That's a different show altogether. Uh, Babylon 5. Uh, there was there were several Star Trek shows that I never just really got into. The thing I like about this one is it's a great jumping on point for a Star Trek uh, somebody that's interested in Star Trek that's never seen you don't have to know anything about Star Trek to start watching this well you know the other like the ones were like that. you really don't have to be a Star Wars fanatic I mean it helps because there's, there's references and there's tie-ins but you're not going to be lost if you've never seen Star Wars and you watch The Mandalorian and it's even more so that way I feel like with Discovery not that there's not you know little not even tie-ins because well, it's, there's it, there's it a couple of little nods. There's a couple of nods to to Star Trek, but you don't have to know anything about Star Trek to watch this. Yeah, and enjoy it. But see, I, I'm still trying to figure out. I think it was Star Trek Generations. One had Scott Bakula in it. That was supposed to have been like the first crossover. No, the first Star Trek. Oh, how it all started. When I wasn't there, a movie called Star Trek Generations where. I think yeah, that's they, where they Star Trek through, and Deep Space or uh, Next Generation kind of merged, kind of merged due to a, a time, time ribbon riff, something, something like there was a there well, there would have to be a time travel element involved, yeah, because they're so far apart. And that was the first one where Data cussed, and that was like that's the big when they deal. crashed, and he goes, yeah. "Oh shit!" And yep. they, that was a that dude. I was, I saw that in the theaters. That was a big crash. Sequence. Yeah, that was a major moment. But I, no, I think there was an actual show called Generations Two. You think about I might be wrong, but I remember Scott Bakula was in it. Think about how huge those ships are, and imagine Whoa. what that would be like if one actually crashed. All right, there's this cool. I mean, they're bigger than a hotel. No, there's this cool video on YouTube, and you need to watch it. It's a 3D scaled, downscaled. Uh, uh, models of every starship, of okay. every spaceship, and it starts out with the the very smallest one and goes on up, and they've even got one for monsters too. But don't they have like thousands of people? On thousands. So I mean, they have to be huge, like just massive. I mean, I think so. If one of those come crashing down to a planet, that would be that would change that planet. Yeah, I mean, if if you watched uh, the new Star Treks, whenever the Juggernaut class crashed, yeah, dude, it wiped out some some people. You know the big round part, like it hit the ground and just dug, just dug. this huge, massive trench. Like troll trees were coming up. Yeah, that's was- like the third time the Enterprise has has crashed. <laughs> I know they keep crashing it and we're blowing it up. Because, you know, in, in the new Star Trek, they crash. And there's a lot of self-destructing going on. Yeah. Like, they'll get in an impossible situation and they'll, like, beam out and then blow it up to kill the bad guys or whatever. I've seen that happen a lot. Yeah, that happened on uh, the original Star Trek movies. Well, I didn't mean to get on a big Star Trek tangent i wanted to kind of keep this i actually like that dude (laughs) halloween related but i just had to mention that because i just started i mean they're on the what they're working on the fourth season maybe and i just Just finished the third i just started season one so i'm 
I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm really liking it. It's cool. Yeah, I did too. That it's really good. Um, another non-Halloween related thing that's in the news. Uh, Red Hood is going to appear on the next season of Titans. Well, didn't they already like tease him on last season? I did, I'm not caught up. I've watched season one, I think. I'm almost positive they did. Um, I put Joker War on here, which is a comic book series, but what I meant to say was... Uh, yeah, it's Joker War. Uh, the Joker War started in Batman 95 and went through Batman 100, and now I own all of them. I is that the one with the three different Jokers? No, that's the three Jokers. I get those mixed oh, okay. up. But this is called the Joker War, and it introduced a new character called the Clown Hunter. I haven't read them yet, but I think I'm going to send off my Batman 100 and get it graded and put it in here on display with some of these others. Um, I saw an interview with Michael Keaton on Jimmy Kimmel, and he asked him about, you know, the Flash movie and stuff, but you could tell Michael Keaton wasn't wanting to, wasn't wanting to give up any information, any spoilers, understandably. Yeah. So they basically kind of like started kind of joking about it. But uh, he asked him, he said, well, you're coming back. And he said, uh, Ben Affleck's Batman's going to be in it. And he nodded and he goes, does this mean Val Kilmer and George Clooney? And he started like, and everybody started laughing and Michael Keaton shook his head but then he kind of turned it into a joke. He goes, there's actually going to be 128 Batman. <laughs> They're going to go through every comic every, version. <laughs> every version possible. And, uh, but yeah, they just kind of steered away from him and made jokes. But Hey, you think we could get a... No. You sure? Yeah. If there's going to be 128, man, we might have a shot. I mean, there's got to be a fat Batman. Fat man. And a short, fat Batman. I could wear, I, dude, I could wear the cowl. There's Batmite. Batmite, the little... He's like a little... Imp oh, thing. is that a short joke? No, he's not human. He's he's a being from another dimension. Ah. Well, in the later Batman comics, he becomes part of Batman's, like, conscience. Like, when Batman, like, died like, fused together before... Well, there was this whole weird thing where uh, Batman got electrocuted and died, and they brought him back. But in the meantime, there's, like, this whole storyline that involved Batmite. Because right when Batman died, the first thing you see is Bat Batmite, and he goes, "Well, you've really done it this time." And they go on this whole journey between the time when he, quote unquote, dies, and then they bring him back. Huh. Anyway, I digress yet again. One more thing, Batman related though. Um, the Snyder cut of Justice League is going to be four one-hour episodes it's gonna be like a mini series and Whoa. now they're talking about you know they always said there was enough footage from suicide squad's jared leto joker to make a joker movie they're talking about using some of his throwaway footage in the snyder cut as well that know. would be awesome yeah there's a lot of people that don't like that portrayal but it's just another portrayal maybe there's uh some good stuff that we didn't see on that I wrote down some of the movies that I've watched this Halloween season but I couldn't remember all of them well I I know I've been watching horror movies pretty much constant except for this week we need to watch one tonight oh well you know it is Halloween I know I said this on the intro that we're not using 
so I'll say it again. I purchased uh, Friday the 13th Part 3 in 3D. It, dun, dun, dun. it came with 3D glasses, and I bought some extra 3D glasses, and we all watched it out here, what, two weeks ago? Last week. Last week. That was cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Of course, I'd seen Friday the 13th Part 3 many times, but never in 3D. And then afterwards on YouTube, I looked up this... Uh, this cool making of thing, which also led me to another video where this guy goes around to movie sets and visited. Well, not just really movie sets, places where they places filmed. where they filmed. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And come to find out, in that movie, there was no Crystal Lake. They like pumped the water in every day. Well, it wasn't Crystal Lake anyway. It's supposed to be part of it. it it's it's around Camp Crystal Lake. It was, I mean, it might have just been like a tributary or something. Either way, the lake in the movie is not real. That's what I was getting at. But I rewatched House. I forgot how good that held up. I didn't want. I started House too, but I didn't. Have you it. got them? Yeah, I need to borrow them. Well, I mean, I've got them on. There's like one of the streaming services. I can pull it up. Oh, okay, that'll work. Because I haven't seen House or House Two in a long time. Alicia made me watch Annabelle, which wasn't bad, but The Conjuring. Dude, Annabelle was was worse than yeah. No, The Conjuring was worse to me. I think I fell asleep during The Conjuring. I rewatched Friday the Thirteenth Part One, which I do every year. I rewatched Halloween One. I watched Halloween Four. Uh, watched Gothica. Um, I didn't finish Monster Squad, but I started rewatching it again. Uh, you know, yeah. that's really a movie that's that's in need of a reboot. We started rewatching Stir of Echoes too. Oh my God, that's such a good movie. It is, but I think we were watching it. I think I fell asleep. Yeah, we. I started it like late at night and dozed off. All right. Well, you gave you a little list of what you've watched. I have watched. There's more than that, but that's that's all the ones I could like remember when I was writing them down. And I kind of started a little bit before October, but I watched all of the Friday the Thirteenth. Except for Jason Takes Manhattan. Have you seen that new box, that Blu-ray set that's out? No. Let me show you a picture of it. Keep I talking own about all it. of them. I so. know, but like this is like a, a neato. I'd like to have this, even though I've got them all too. And then I took and watched all the Friday the th- uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets. You know, I watched one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. That's one I was forgetting. I can't remember. I may was have it been, Dream Warrior? No, it may have been part one. I even watched the reboot. There it is. It's only $130. Wow. And look at, that bo- look at that box, man. Dude, that is that is kind of awesome. Yeah, I'm in the Jason. 16 disc. That's less than $10. You did some pretty quick math there. No, I'm on the Jason Voorhees fan club group on Facebook. And it's funny, like the day these came out, it was like all the people in there like posting pictures of them holding theirs up. And I was like, all jealous and stuff. But I mean, hundred thirty bucks, dude. Yeah, that's that wouldn't be bad to well, have just for the, the collection. There's not sixteen movies, so some of that's got to be like. Oh, it's probably behind the scenes and documentaries and. Okay, like every movie has a disc too. With a, uh, oh wow, yeah. A bunch of extra stuff. 
Man, there's a there's a, a documentary called uh, His Name Was Jason, I think is the name of it. It's a Friday the 13th documentary that starts at part one and goes through every movie. Interviews like is almost Is it that all on uh, YouTube? Name, what did I say it was called? His Name Was Jason? His Name Was Jason. Yeah, it's the whole thing's on YouTube. It's like four hours. I think it's, I remember something awesome. like that, but I couldn't remember if that was the name of it. It must have been like a miniseries they did or something. I mean... I don't know where it aired or who made it. Hold on. Oh yeah, my motion detector was going off. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm eventually gonna get this. That does look pretty cool. But uh, something else I watched that I haven't watched in forever was uh, Sleepaway Camp Two and Sleepaway Camp Three. And I really forgot how horribly good those movies were what was again i'm sorry i was reading the description of this box said i really want one now sleepaway camp 2 and sleepaway camp oh 3. yeah you, you messaged us that on boxer or something no i messaged y'all about uh you told me you're watching House, sleepaway camp. but yeah i told you i was watching part two because you was like why aren't you watching part one i was like because i've seen it recently and it's horrible uh, but the, the cool thing, the the main chick on there is Bruce Springsteen's sister, hmm. and I she went a, through the whole Bruce Springsteen on Conan O'Brien's podcast. Well, she went through the whole filming process, and nobody realized it was his sister for till years after the uh, it came out. Also, oh, she didn't try to use no her, and her name her, is last name is Springsteen. Career. Well, that would have been my first question. Are you related to the boss? Well, she's probably like, no. <laughs> Just like that, huh? Probably. Uh, right before she, like, killed you. <laughs> All right. I don't know why I just thought about this, but... Oh, because you were talking about part two. House part one and house part two are two totally different stories. Completely. But I like how... What held up to me about house is that they... It's serious, but it's kind of funny. Part one, I didn't think was all that funny. It wasn't, but the monsters were like intentionally ridiculous. Well, yeah, they had like a they weren't cheesy. Gum a, they weren't budget. cheesy in a low budget way. They were cheesy in like a nineteen sixties Doctor Who monster kind yeah. of way. Oh, and that reminds me, I also watched uh, Evil Dead one. Huh. That movie still stands up. Well, yeah. It's a classic. We need to think about what we want to watch tonight. I mean, if we're going to be hanging out on Halloween night after doing a podcast, we got to watch a scary movie. It's a full moon. we got to watch a good one, though. What good ones are out there anymore? Oh, we're going to watch an old one. That we haven't already watched. <laughs> well, it's got to be an old one because it's got to be a good one. <laughs> you know why old horror movies are so good? Because it takes us back to a time when we were young and scared and gullible and we believed in that stuff. No, well, that's true, too. It does. It's definitely a walk down memory lane, and I like that about it. But, but like, you didn't have all these Hollywood big shots that don't know jack shit about making movies trying to interfere with the filmmaker because they were all low budget. They were all 
very little promotion, very little advertisement. You know, most of them were indie, almost. Yeah, they were. So, one, they had to be creative, and that's why you came up with all these legendary makeup artists that just figured out how to do shit with some foam and and paper mache and paint and make all these extravagant monsters and stuff. And then, two, like, you again, you didn't have these guys in suits sitting around, you know, big boardroom tables smoking cigars going, I think, uh, you know, we ought to do this, this, and this, and just, like, screw the movie up, you know? They kind of just left them alone and let them make, like, pursue their vision of what they thought the movie should be. Yeah. And that really showed, I mean, look how many iconic horror movies there were. And you look at their budget and then look what they made. But you can tell when they started really raking in the money because that's when they started getting uh, the attention from those cigar-smoking bigwigs around the table. And that's when they sent Jason to Manhattan. No disrespect to that movie. It's got its qualities. No, that movie sucks. The way they got (laughs) Jason to Manhattan was so ridiculous. Like, all of a sudden, Crystal Lake is, like, connected to the ocean. It's connected to Manhattan, what the well i think crystal lake's supposed to be somewhere around new jersey it's i thought it was in illinois it's around the new england area i don't know exactly the hardcore fans will probably kill me and it i mean the filming location moves around every every movie but like it's actually fucking spy c-r-y yeah there it is New Jersey, yep. Forest Green County and Wessex County. I like how they listed her first. Camp Crystal Lake is most famous for being the home of serial killer Pamela and Pamela Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson <laughs> Voorhees and her son Jason Voorhees. I'm kidding. Oh, her dude, you know, uh, have you watched the credits on that? On what? On on Friday Thirteenth. Like all the- of them. Well, just, you know, on the credits. On there, the, There's a chick with the last name Voorhees on the cast. Is it spelled the same way? Yes. Because a lot of people misspell Voorhees. It's V-O-O-R-H-E-E-S. Yeah, it's spelled the same way. A lot of people either put like one O or... I've seen it spelled like a bunch of different ways, but the official spelling is like Voorhees. Oh, I remember something else that we talked about. Since we're still on uh, Friday Thirteenth, are we still doing the intro? We're almost thirty yeah. minutes in. It don't matter. I know it's all going to bleed together. Yeah, there. Uh, there's a new fan movie out called "Don't Hike in the Snow." Don't eat yellow snow. That's not what I said. That's pretty. That's. Pretty I said sure that's don't said. hike in the snow. It's a new don't Jason hike fan in yellow movie. Snow. That, that sounds. I still didn't say yellow snow. Don't hike in the snow. Okay. If you watch it and it's really good and you talk to the people who do it and they go back and listen to this about how much fun you made of this. I'm not making fun of it. I'm making fun of you. No, you're making fun of the title to the movie. You keep saying Yellow Snow. I never said Yellow Snow. (laughs) Okay, I'm I'm definitely going to watch it. (laughs) But if I see Jason Voorhees on a set of skis, I quit. Really? I'm quitting everything if Jason gets on skis. Why? I just don't think Jason should be on skis, like, swinging machetes at people. Well, yeah, he never got on water skis or a boogie board. <laughs> you never seen him out there in the, the wave runner chasing somebody down. Man, he drowned it. That's disrespectful. <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> Too soon. 
I mean, it's only been 40 years. <laughs> and that's just since the movie come out. <laughs> well, no, when the part one came out, he had been dead a while. Yeah, he died on 1950-something, 56. Man, we're doing a lot of Googling, but I want to get we this right. We always do a lot of Googling. I want to get this right. When did Jason die? Is it going to bring up every Jason? You're right. He drowned in 1957. 57, okay. So, well, yeah, let's take that back. Supposedly drowned. No, I, he, he drowned. I saw it. No. Oh, I no. saw him come up out of the water. No, you didn't. Yeah. You seen a dream. Her dream at the end of part one was her dreaming that, because she heard about the stories. Yeah, it looked like she was dreaming, but was she? Yes, she was dreaming. I don't know. I mean, he did show back up in part two. Yeah, and he was a grown man. Yeah, there was time between the end of part one and part two. No. Not that much time. How much time? (laughs) Because you got to look at when part one was set, which as many times as we've watched all this, I mean, we should really know that. The timeline of for the Friday the Thirteenth series. This is like a Wikipedia entry. Oh come on, just give me the date, dude. It's giving you every Whoa. year that night uh, Friday Thirteenth, nineteen forty one, September nineteen forty one. Freddy Freddy Krueger is born. What does that have to do with it? I don't know, but that is pretty cool. Nineteen forty six. Well, Jason was born. It just scrolled down by itself. Yep, Jason was born in 46. And, and he died in 57, so he was 11. So she started killing people in 58. But so was, the first one wasn't set in 58, though, was it? I thought it was set in the 70s. In June 13th of 1979, Pamela Voorhees goes on a killing spree. Okay, so that would be part one. Friday the 13th, part two is in 84. So you went from 70... 71 to 84. No, 79 to 84. 79 to 84. That's 15 years. So let's say Jason was around nine when he jumped out of the water. Well, it's 11. Or maybe 10. I said 11. 12, no, 13, 14, 15. He was 11 when he supposedly drowned. I'm confused. That was in 57. So from 57 to 79, like, that's 22 years. Okay. Well, so he'd mean, have been 33 right then. No, in part two, he would have been 33. No. I'm confused. I, I tell you what, during the break, we'll do the official math. It's weird. We're talking about the official math and a fictionalized story that they make up as they go. Yeah. But <laughs> to get the record straight, we'll we'll. Well, you know what? Let's we'll, take a real quick break right now. We'll grab something to drink and uh, take a pee break, yeah, smoke break, and hey, one more thing because this is like announcements in the intro. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I announced that uh, Kill J is doing their first ever official music video well we well did it and it's being yeah. edited now i received word last night that it's 
more than three quarters of the way finished, and they sent us another clip to look at, and it's looking really cool. Oh, I can't wait so to see that. So I'm assuming sometime next month, sometime in November, that video is going to be out. And when we know more, we'll we'll post more, but we're really looking forward to that. And another thing I need to announce, because I, I can't remember what I announced last episode and what I announced on the Lost intro. I can't either. So I'll just say it again in case it, it's on that. Uh Seeking Seven also just dropped a music video, and we're going to play it, so the did, song uh, to it, ne- on next episode, and Robbie Ross is coming to do an in-studio to talk about it. Uh, yeah, and our friends and from Roses and Roses Red. And Red, Red uh, it's on YouTube. Also released a video. So that's cool. And uh, like I said, Rob's going to be here uh, pretty soon, probably next episode to uh, let us listen to that song. We're going to talk all about it, the making of their new EP that's coming out. So in December? So a lot of cool music stuff. Well, no, the CD release party that we're playing is in December. Um, I was just making a joke. but I know, but you always... reminded me that we're, pl- we're actually going to play a show. Oh, sweet. We played like one or two at the beginning of the year, and then we're finally going to build a book in this shit show of a year in 2020 with uh, another show. Uh, it's been like, I don't know, 10 months that since we've been on stage you know if you don't count the live show we did or not the live show the uh web show yeah the web show we did that's the only kill j show i've been to this year yeah which is sad because i've used to never miss even when there was it would get canceled well not only that the shows have always been on fridays yeah and you're at work and i'm at work but anyway, yeah, I just wanted to get uh, get that info out there so you can be looking forward to that coming up. And we'll take a break. And we'll come back. We got some lists. And we got the official, unofficial math of <laughs> the Jason Voorhees' age. Well, the main thing I want to know is how old was he in part two? Yeah. Because he looked like a grown-ass man. I won't be too upset if he was 18 or 19. It, 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 no. it looks, he looks older than that. He looks like he's at least in his 20s, but... I'm saying we'll it, going by that, at least early 30s. Well, it's not, we'll we will get back to that. It's not when episode two came out. It's what year it's based in. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So like when it came out in 82, was it like real time? Is it like this movie set in 82? Or is it a period piece where it's yeah. set before 82? That's what we got to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll do that in a break. We will. All right. During the break, we did some extensive research a lot of math a lot of calculators came out my brain's hurting and we got all this information from several sources let me turn this down a little i think i'm coming through well no i shouldn't be no i don't think we're coming through i thought i heard myself uh but the main website we got the bulk of this information from is friday the 13th dot fandom dot com and we're also going by it's kind of weird because it's got the the year it was released. It's very confusing because the year the movies are released are not necessarily the year they're set in. And sometimes it only varies by a year or so and sometimes it varies greatly. So these are all approximate based on all the information even given the conflicting information that we got that we could find online, and I think before and with Mark, our calculations, I think before Mark gets into this, he wants to say something. 
We'll get to that. I'll admit where I was. I'll admit where I was wrong, but let's let's do it in order, okay? Okay. All right. Jason was born in 1946. He drowned in 1957. No, he allegedly drowned. He allegedly drowned at the age of 11 in 1957. Now, one report says that part one came out in 79, but was based in 80. Which is I don't know why they would do that, but well, anyway, probably because they knew that's it was probably when that time of the year, yeah. But uh, he came up out of the boat at the end. He would have been thirty-four years old. So yes, it would have been impossible with this timeline for Jason to have been a, a little, little kid, a still. little kid still. But it did set things up to come because it gave you the idea that Jason is quote unquote still out there. And it, it was a good way to continue the storyline because it got you used to the idea that it's not going to be Pamela Voorhees now. It's going to be Jason. And you so know, it just kind of planted that seed that way. He literally he wasn't literally there, but... Well, he we, was literally there. And we don't know... Well, because that girl was in the boat at her age, but he would have been at that time... 34. 34. So that doesn't match up, yes. But... Uh, I think it was a good way to just get you used to the idea of Jason being out there. Because I had forgot, not to jump ahead, but in part three, the lady referenced that how she was quote-unquote terrorized by a man in the woods uh, two years prior. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, so part two... Part two came out in 84, and he would have been 38. And part three was basically the next day, so we're assuming he still would have been around 38 years yeah. old. And that's where she said two years prior to that, she had been terrorized by a man in the woods, which would have would have made him 36. And then she, whenever he took his mask off or the bag off, she was like, oh, my God, it was you, it was you, it was you. Yeah. So we know it was Jason. Yeah, in the, in the woods terrorizing a girl when he was 36. And in part two, they also reference, I don't know if it's lore or what, but they talk about how Jason seen his mother being decapitated. Well, that that depends on like... But that just could have been lore. From the time Jason, quote unquote, drowned, from the time you saw him on screen killing people, was he in the water the whole time? Did he get out immediately? Did he not ever even drown in the first place? And he just went and lived in the woods and grew up there? Who knows? But, I'm I'm voting for the latter. Oh, uh, all right. Part four, and again, these movies are are they came out in a certain year, but not always. They wasn't technically set, set in, in that, year. that year, but unless they stated otherwise, we just assumed like in on this one. Uh, part four is in 1985. Jason would have been 39. Tommy Jarvis was born in 72. He was born in 72, which would have made Jason 26 years old. And then when Tommy killed him at the end of part four, Jason would have been 38. Yes. Now, at the end of part four, he quote-unquote kills him and he's buried. We're skipping part five because Jason's still in the ground. But we, we, know, we know from part four to part five, it was five years. I've got approximately six years. I don't know why. Well, four to five years is what it states, because he was 17 whenever he went to the 
that that rehabilitation center, we'll call it. Insane asylum. Okay, so Jason was buried approximately six years when Tommy dug him up at the beginning of part six. Yes. This is this is kind of confusing. Part six came out in eighty six, but takes place in ninety one, where Tommy was nineteen and Jason was approximately forty four. So in part six, Jason was approximately forty four years old. Um skipping ahead because at that point you can kind of follow kind of follow the timeline the timeline accordingly to when it came out because none of the other ones uh, suggested that they were a period piece i'm assuming they were all you know following it but this is what's interesting you skip ahead to freddie versus jason and it would have been roughly it came out in 2003 and it was set there was one thing that said it was set in 2008. So Jason was either 57 or 62. If if what we read is true that it was set in 2008, he would have been 62. If it was set in 2003 when it came out, he would have been 57. So yeah. you got a little leeway there. Uh, oh, let me back up. I forgot to mention one thing because I didn't have it in my notes. Jason was 44 at the end of part six. When Tommy put the chain around his neck with the rock, set him on fire, and sunk him to the bottom. Well, he didn't set him on fire. He set the water on fire, but some of it got on him, blah, blah, blah. So Jason's dead yet again. Now, if you follow the Friday the 13th Vengeance storyline, he was underwater with that chain around him for 30 years, which would have made in, in Friday the 13th Vengeance, Jason was 74. And we like Friday the 13th Vengeance because Jason Brooks, a.k.a. Jason Voorhees himself, has been on our show. And Elias Voorhees, who's played his dad, which is C.J. Graham, has been on our show. Wow. Neat, huh? That is. Yeah, he'd have been 74 during Vengeance. And, uh, All right, well, if we want to go ahead and skip to the last one. Uh, oh, this is neat. Uh, Jason X states that it's the year 2455. It says he was frozen in 2009. Yeah. So by our estimation, according to this timeline and our math, he would have been approximately 511 years old. I mean, the math doesn't lie. Let's see how... Let's do one more thing, even though we did a lot of... I just want to Google one more thing. Because we read... Was it on here? I don't know why at the beginning it mentioned Freddy. I, well, it is relevant because there's a Freddy versus Jason. Uh, yeah, it just talks about when Freddy Krueger was born. He was born in 41. 41. So if he was born in 41, how old would Freddy have been in Freddy versus Jason? All right, what year is Freddy versus Jason again? It was either two thousand. It came out in 2003, but one thing we read said that it, it took place in 2008, which I don't... All right, so he'd been 47. Let's do 2003. He'd have been 62. That's... Whoa, that's not right. No? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. 41. Yeah. So just do 2003... Minus 1940. 1941. 
Yeah, and you got 62. 62. Or if it was 2008, he would have been 67, which puts them close to the same age. They were close. They could have got the uh, discount coffee at McDonald's for well, a senior citizen. He was born in 41. Jason was born in 46. They've been five years difference. Yeah. So they're close to the same age. I guess you would still keep counting Jason's age while he was dead between part four and six. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, time was still passing. Now, yeah, you would have to because he technically died in two. But if if he was frozen in two thousand, what did I say? Uh, I think we said in two thousand nine he was frozen. Two thousand nine, according to Jason X. And he was thawed out in 2455. Now, that much time had passed, but I guess he would have still had the same. I mean, your birthday still passes every day. True. Or, you know, once a year. I'm just saying that his rate of decay had stopped. Oh, yeah. So it's almost like he was, you know, literally frozen in time from 2009 to 2455. I wonder if he would have just like decayed away by then, or uh, five hundred years, the dust from your bones wouldn't be here. But I it's Jason. I don't know. The only decay he's really got is from where he's been hacked and cut and hit with the boat prop and burnt and struck by lightning. And <laughs> now I wonder where oh uh, Mikey falls in on all this. You're gonna spring this on me now. Well, okay. I, you know, I'm just no, wondering. No, no. That's I, interesting. Let's go. I'm, I wonder I'm, if he I'm was enjoying this. If he was born about the same time, like maybe it was just this thing about the 1940s. No, because uh, it says in Halloween one what year that happened. It was in the 70s. Yeah, but I don't know. He was born in 1957. 57. So he's younger. Yeah, 11 years from. Jason and and he was how old when he murdered his sister? He was young, eight. He was in yeah, seven, eight. I don't really, really. He was remember. a little kid. You know, yeah, we, that's pretty cool. He killed his sister in '63, and he was born in '57. So, dude, that's so he was only six, six years old. And two, we didn't factor in like. Uh, I think that was Clint. During these timelines, we didn't really factor in like the month that their birthday falls. No, I didn't. That's so the reason that's I said either approximately. Yeah, you know, I mean, we could be off by one or two years, but we just wanted to get like a general idea of like the the just age. The fictional age. Because I think it's interesting that that Freddie and Jason were both in their sixties. Or close to it when they were duking it out. Yeah. That's... You know, the one thing we didn't check, which, I mean, it's kind of irrelevant for this story, but when Freddie died, when they killed him. What year did we say he was born? He was five years Yeah, 41. I think that'd be kind of interesting. Is, it's also kind of ironic that we're looking up specifics about fictional characters. So he died in 68. So he'd have been 27 when they killed him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So 
I just would like to say that I've been this has been like this thing about the Jason movies for me for a long time every time they're like no he jumped out of the water as a kid and like no no he didn't no well, he it didn't it shows her waking up from that I'm not denying that yeah which it's a dream but it kind of made it seem like well she dreamt it or did she it kind of like it left it open like I said to the idea of Jason still it, being around. Yeah, it, it kind of teased the existence of Jason that didn't necessarily drown at, at eleven and stayed dead. It was a pretty good segue. It was a good setup to bring him in in part two. Yeah, and I think all they did is is her mind was just pulling the story of Jason drowning after everything that she done been through. I mean, she had PTSD definitely while she was laying in that canoe. Yeah. So that's probably what her mind reverted to. And I forgot how good part three was. Oh, yeah. It's a good movie. It's weird because, like you said, it didn't take place at Crystal Lake. It was close to Crystal Lake. I forgot it how. It was uh, Higgins Haven. Um, matter of fact, they showed one of the stores on their way in had like a Crystal Lake sign on it. Like it was really close to Crystal Lake. But they never mentioned Crystal Lake in the movie that I remember. And they never even mentioned... Well, that store you're talking like about They never was, even called him Jason, did they? No. Like, it's like they didn't know who he was. They, well, they didn't. They were just like, this crazy guy's killing us. Because, I mean, the news reports hadn't even come out yet. They had just... that The, the first part, two that killed, that died in the beginning of Part three's of that, the next day from part two. Yeah. It's hours later. So, yeah, they wouldn't have even known about a Jason at that point. Yep. All, all they did that at that uh, Crystal Lake Grocery is what that place was called. They had seen the news report of all those campers killed within those couple days. That news report was just coming out whenever he killed the two store owners. Yeah, and there wasn't a, an internet or a Google, so you had to wait for the papers to come out yep. to know about stuff that happened like and that. And they, they passed the store when uh, they were pulling the bodies out and putting them in the ambulance. Yeah. But it's weird because I watch Friday the 13th Part 1 every October. So it's always fresh on my mind. I, of course, I remember Part 4 as being awesome. I remember Part 5 as non-existing to me. I remember Part 6 as being obviously my favorite. But I kind of like forget about two and three like they're they're good like gems on in their own right two yeah two really should be because it was literally the birth of jason yeah now three is the most iconic because he gets his iconic mask you know what's weird though it's been so long since i've i've seen part three and i know what happened with my my memory being that part six is my favorite I think I remember this from that only, but I, I could have swore in part three there was a scene where he picked up the mask, put it on, and turned around and looked at the camera. But that didn't happen. No. The guy that had the mask went into a, the barn or the house. Anyway, he went into a building and Jason went after him. Jason came out with the mask on. No, he, he shot him at the dock and he reached down and picked it up. Remember Shelly come up out of the water 
with the mask on. I just remember to scare there, that girl. I, I thought I remembered there being a scene where you see Jason put the mask on from behind and then he turned and looked at the camera. But I think the reason I remember that is because that's kind of what he did. Was well, definitely what he did in part six when he climbed up out of the grave. The mask was laying there. He picked it up and spun around. And see, and then the reboot. But that didn't happen in three. It, it, it didn't really show Jason. They just, it, it didn't show There wasn't Shelley like this dead. defining moment. Yeah. This epic moment where it's like, you know, ooh, what's this? Well, because they didn't know it was going to be an epic right, moment. Exactly. But in my mind, I remembered it being that way. But when I watched it back again, I was like, oh, well, shit, that, they just kind of glazed over that yeah. big, huge thing there. Well, see, in the reboot. It shows him getting the hockey mask out of the barn when he goes and kills that guy. Yeah, that was cool. And then it shows him put it on because that and guy just collected a bunch of like, you know, I went back that that wasn't on my list of movies I watched this this the reboot. October. I watched the reboot again, and I was like, damn, I forgot how good that was. That really was good. It was. It was had good. old boy from Supernatural. They recapped it well. The guy that played Jason was good. It was, that was uh, it was actually better than I remember. Derek Mears, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I went into it with a bad attitude, thinking like, "Yeah, here we go." You know, they're gonna give Freddie, I mean Jason, the same treatment they do all these other franchises where they try to reboot it. And I think I just had a bad attitude about it. I think you got a bad attitude about five. Yeah, I do. I'll admit that. I hate five. But you got to look at it like this. Five was the continuation of the Tommy Jarvis story, which led into six. But they even kind of abandoned the ending of part five because the ending of part five, they made it look like Tommy was going to become the next Jason. Well, it just showed Tommy going nuts, which he already was nuts. But he was like... Again, he had PTSD he, from he everything was, he had just... Well, yeah, but he was at the end of the thing, he was in the hospital like... Hiding behind a door with a Jason mask on. Yeah. Like he was supposed to like become, like even they, they even said it, that was their plan was to make him the next Jason. But then when they come out, well, part six, they had completely just ignored Well, that. he was well again and he was on good drugs and wanted to kill Jason for good, which he already had. Yeah. He wanted to kill him again. If he hadn't have messed with it, then you know. And how convenient of him to bring the mask with him. Uh, going back oh, to yeah, <laughs> going back to part three though. You know what I read? That's like really made me super sad. Because in my mind, that that actual mask, the one in the movie that he put on for the very first time, would be like in a museum somewhere. But it and actually it's it, it was hung up in the guy's shop. And it got severely weathered because the sun was shining on it, like through the window. Deteriorated away, and it deteriorated to nothing, and was just discarded. I'm like, oh my god, such a huge. And then they say it took them. It took them like 20 years to find it, or find out that it what what happened to it around anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sure now that it's such a big franchise, they keep every mask from everything they do. Uh, but the original one doesn't exist anymore. That sucks. And it was just out of Homeboy's sports bag with his hockey equipment. Yeah, the guy, the guy was like a big hockey fan, and he had a hockey mask. And they're like, "Hey, let's do this." He was like, "Hey, we don't have time to do makeup here. Just put this on right now." And an iconic killer was on a, was born just on a whim. <laughs> Well, was, I mean, the Michael Myers mask was similar. They just painted uh, the Captain Kirk mask and put hair on it. And then, boom, look at it now. Look at it now. I wonder if... Uh, but, you know, that mask come out before 
Jason mask. Really? I wonder if William Shatner gets any kickback off of that, like likeness royalties. I doubt it. his face. I don't know. That'd be a good question. Why don't we try to get him on the podcast? Oh, I'm sure he'll do it. William Shatner, if you're listening, and and we know you are, (laughs) why don't you uh, give us a call at our voicemail line? He's sitting there going, great, Scott, how do they know that I'm listening to it right now? (laughs) I never claimed to be a great impersonationist. Yeah, that was really, I mean, it was decent. Um, Ace Ventura does a better one. There's Mm. someone on the wing. (laughs) No. No, his is horrible. It's funny, though. It is funny. Because he's a funny guy, and I'm just a fat guy with a podcast. He is pretty funny. <laughs> All right, man, let's take another break. Let's come back and do this list. We're going to have a whole podcast by the time we do that. Right, well, you know what? We need to go ahead and get Happy this Happy Halloween, out. everybody. You're not going to be listening to this on Halloween, but it's Halloween when it's happening. And there's a couple things going on tonight. Yeah, and we got we got a lot of stuff to tell you about, like stuff that we did. We can go ahead and recap when we come back. We will after your and list. we'll tell you like our new uh, our oh, new yeah. way of thinking going forward on how we approach. Because I think the, we talked about season. that in the the lost intro. I really need to edit that and see what all we said. In it. I just wasn't feeling it, you know. I remember some. I I was. I was dazed you know what? Let's just take a break because we're starting to ramble about the lost. And that's what was wrong with that intro is we just rambled. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. We'll be back. All right. We're already at an hour and we still have a lot of podcasts to go. Wait, may- there would be a good bit of editing on this. Yeah. But I want to do these lists. Then I want to talk a little bit about some of the stuff we did this October in the spooky season. This may carry over into a second episode that maybe we can do tomorrow. You're going to be around tomorrow, aren't you? Only time will know. <laughs> only time will tell. No, only time knows. Only time knows. Because if I could save time in a bottle. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you want me to stop, dude? Because I don't want you to keep talking. Because that is an epic song. Do you even know that song? There it is, Mark's List. All right, well, you got to pull up the uh, list that I am You're reading, reading Sean's List? Sean's not able to be here to read it himself? That's right. I'm Sean Slayer. All right, he don't sound nothing like that. Nope, he sounds nothing <laughs> like that at all. But I'm not good at impressions either, so... Okay, do you want to start or you want me to start? Uh, you know what? We'll go and start because he's got a pretty good... Are we going to start at 10 or are we going to start at 1? Or is his 1 10 and his 10 Mine's one? not in any order and I don't know that his is, so let's just... I'll just start off with his number one. 1, which is a great one. The original 1982 Poltergeist, which I can't speak for him, but I'm pretty sure it scared everybody our age when it came out. There's a really good TV show on right now called Cursed Films. I believe it's on Shudder. Yes, Shudder. We watched it, and each episode is about a different movie um, that's supposedly cursed. And there's one on Poltergeist. And they said that one of the reasons it was cursed is because they used real skeletons in the movie, and they actually interviewed one of the prop guys, and he said... Well, at the time that this movie was filmed, every skeleton was a real skeleton. Not all of them, he said, but like a lot of people used real skeletons. They 
they got them from some other country or something. And well, if you think about it, dude, uh, if you've ever been in your high school science lab, there's a real skeleton hanging in there. They don't anymore, but used to it, it was not that uncommon to get a real skeleton. You say not anymore, but dude, some of these skeletons have been in these schools for decades. I'm just saying if a school ordered a skeleton now, it's probably oh, yeah. not going to be real. But yeah, probably if you ordered not. one in like 75, 76, even up through the 80s, yeah, it's probably going to be a real skeleton. I know in all the high schools I went to. So the answer is yes, they were real skeletons. Yeah. But who knows about what made that movie supposedly cursed, but it's a good show. You should watch it. I think it's just all the things that happened in it. Well, the, the all the movies that on this show that they say were cursed had to do with like stuff that went on behind the scenes, like people dying and tragedies. And yeah, there was a lot of weird stuff. Um, my my list has a theme to it, and uh-huh. that wasn't intentional. But I grew up Baptist, so any like possession type movie is going to be really scary to me because you know that's real like i love freddie and jason but i don't i'm not afraid that nor was i ever afraid that freddie and jason was actually gonna really come after me but i was more worried about freddie than i was jason 1973 the exorcist exorcist it set it sets the theme and the tone because it's demonic and as I've said on here many times before, it really messed me up as a kid because I watched it at a uh, very young age, young impressionable age. You yes, would say. and I was terrified. Didn't you tell for us many, you, many, many? Nights. You watched this. And you was like what nine? I was yeah, something like that. Wow, dude! I think I was still watching like Care Bears and Smurfs. Well, and other things, I'm sure, but... No, it was just that. <laughs> just that? That's all you were watching constantly. <laughs> Care Bears and Smurfs. Care Bears and Smurfs. And hey, G.I. Joe, Thundercats. What you got next for Sean? <laughs> uh, oh, great movie. I don't know what exactly what year this came out, but the first Hostel. And I didn't really think, to me, this wasn't a scary movie, but... I, I guess because we was a lot older. Sean is a good bit younger than us. So I could see where, especially with all the traveling he does. Well, it's disturbing, to say the least. And, you know, as I said, this is like the movies that, that scared you or disturbed you the most. Like That, and it really shows you the mental mindset of some people. Was that Tarantino? I do not know. I'm not even going to lie about that. I know it was a great movie, though. What was? It? Do you remember the name of their gang? It was uh, the Bloodhounds. Or I'll be the, honest with you. I don't think I've seen that movie in its entirety. Really? I've seen all of them. Matter of fact, I think I've got all three of them. It says a uh, hostel was uh, directed by Eli Eli Roth. Eli Roth. Scott so there you Spiegel. go. The king of horror himself, Eli Roth. Well, the new king. Next on my list, I have got 1984's Children of the Corn. When I watched that movie, uh, I think as I was at my grandmother's house, and 
she didn't subscribe to HBO. She just had HBO somehow back then. Sometimes they would just like mess up and not block it correctly, and it would just come through. So like when everybody would go to bed, I'd stay up and watch HBO because I wasn't supposed to. But uh, Children of the Corn came on, and I didn't really know what I was getting into. I knew it was – I'm pretty sure I knew it was a horror movie. But like when stuff started happening, I was like, whoa. I did not – this is not what I thought it was going to be. This ain't just a, a typical scary movie. This is like – pretty psychological and you know you're dealing with like these creepy kids and the devil and the occult and uh yeah it just i I just remember being like wow and they've done a lot of jesus they've done a lot of children of the corn movies since then because it was so popular but none of them really captured that creep factor like the first one did for me yeah i agree so we're number three for you uh, or for Sean, technically. Saul too, and he, he specifically spe- put the yeah needle scene. the needle scene, which I'm thinking it's the pit of dirty syringes that the person has to dive into and get this key. Where did they I'm find a pit of dirty syringes? Dude, it's jigsaw. He made a pit of dirty syringes. But how did he get them dirty? They're used. Is I mean he had so he just went around like to. Crack junkies, houses. man. I'm sure. Like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't throw that away. I need that. I'm making a pit of these. Do not know. I haven't seen Saw 2. I saw Saw 1. I did. I know. I after watched years, it with you. After years of harassment, I watched Saw 1. And I liked it. It was good. Um. Oh, mine's on my phone and I laid it down. The Gate, 1987. Great movie. I have no idea why they haven't redone this movie because you know Anthony's brought it up because they would ruin it if they did they might it's just so under the radar a lot of people haven't heard of it and it's so good and I'll tell you what else and the people that have seen this movie will know what I'm talking about this movie got me into model rockets for a while I watched it several times I even like recorded it with my VCR and uh they, the big thing was model rockets, and they would they would like build the rocket and then they would yep. shoot them. I was like, man, that's cool. I want to I want to get me a model rocket. So I like I I got into model rockets for a little while just because of that movie alone. I didn't get into them, but I got one because of it. Um, it was a short lived fad for me, but I enjoyed it. So even though that movie kind of freaked me out, it it did bring something cool and onto the table. And uh, when I was looking up the year. Because I liked putting what year they came out. Uh, they made a gate too. Yeah, that I never saw. I've seen it. Is I it do not shit? remember anything about it though. Probably wasn't that good then. Number four. Uh, he doesn't specify, but he says Evil Dead. I'm assuming original. I'm hoping original. Or it, it really could have been Evil Dead too. Because it's called. See now they're pretty much the same. Yeah, Evil Dead is is Evil Dead Two is a remake of Evil Dead, basically. Basically, yeah. And then Evil Dead Three is Army of Darkness. Yes. And then Evil Dead Four is sadly the no. I think that's the Evil Dead, which was a reboot. Yeah, they did a reboot, but it didn't have Ash in it at all. No, it didn't have Bruce Campbell in it. Oh, it had a character that had a chainsaw arm that wasn't Ash. 
he didn't have the chainsaw so. arm. But they had a guy playing Ash that wasn't Bruce Yes. Uh, I haven't seen it. I've seen it. I've heard it was terrible. And I don't mean by Rotten Tomatoes. <sighs> I mean by like everybody that it's it's different horror movies it's gory it's i'll watch it i just i mean i've got it that's like making a, a texas chainsaw massacre movie without leatherface or without you know a guy wearing a a mask made out of somebody else's face and a chainsaw and an apron you know no I man i say it's got ash in it it's well that's just i say not... no well this for, this this not my street movie's got J, uh Freddie in it, but he don't have a claw or a sweater or a fedede. He wears an overcoat and has an axe. It's just you've you've rewritten the formula. Yeah, that makes it good. That's like saying, "Hey, it's like when they come out with Crystal Pepsi." <laughs> All right, I probably just showed, like really showed lobster, our age. But. Red Lobster's like, okay, we're going to bring you some cheese biscuits, but hear us out. They're not biscuits, and there's no cheese. <laughs> we're just going to wipe our ass with a plate and put it on your table. Hope you like it. Hope you like it. If I put my ass on your plate. Uh. All right, Chris. <laughs> Me and him used to do that shit all the time. I know. I don't I've know got, why it was so fun. I've got video of it on uh, old Super VHS. <laughs> all right, you're four. 2007, Paranormal Activity, the first one. Dude, I don't care. I know like the found footage stuff gets a lot of flack, but... I didn't go into this movie with any preconceived notion of like, I didn't know that much about it. So I kind of found out as I watched it and it had like a slow build and it was like a demonic thing. And it, it was just creepy as hell to me. Like it, it freaked me out and I got the series kind of went, there's only so much you could do with that. There was one, one of the other ones I thought was pretty good. But I, I get them all mixed up because one of them was like security camera footage, which that was kind of a cool take, I guess. Well, Instead of like the guy just sitting up the I think two and three started kind of going. They had security footage in the first one, but it it was more handheld. But I think two and three and going forward started relying more on house security footage. Yeah. I thought it was a really good movie, and I thought it was really scary. I thought it was creepy as hell. Uh, number five for Sean is one is we already covered. The Exorcist. So, I mean, we really ain't even got to... It would be weird if this movie was not on everybody's list. I guess maybe if you were born in, like, 2001, and you're one of those kids that stays on your cell phone all the time, like when you're doing a podcast... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I mean, literally, you've been on your phone this whole time. I haven't. Well, just the last two, but. Um, no, seriously, though, like, if, if you were born in, like, the year 2000 or later, and you grew up watching uh, The Exorcist of Emily Rose yeah, and that's Annabelle right. and uh, uh, The Conjuring and. And then you then you went and watched The Exorcist. I don't know if that would prepare you or desensitize you enough, but there was no other movie like that. Not even close. I mean, Rosemary's Baby kind of touched on that. It was 
it was kind of like a prequel to the exorcist no it was more like a no. prequel to the omen yeah it was a prequel to the omen and i don't think any of those the omen was creepy it, it just didn't come close to the exorcist i don't think any of the the exorcist of emily rose or any of them hold a candle to the exorcist which movie is it has got that that creepy crazy looking nun in it oh i yeah i don't know about that one there's a lot of possession movies that have come out in the last few years. I've tried to steer clear of them, but uh, I haven't ran from them either. So this this year I watched a couple. Um, next on my list, what are we at? Number six, the Blair Witch Project. I don't care what you say. Uh, it came out in 1999. I'm not gonna say there was no internet. Luckily, there weren't cell phones. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. Text you right back. Give me a few minutes. That's all you got to say. <laughs> um, in 1999, there wasn't internet like there is now. Like, you probably had AOL. Well, it just wasn't as readily accessible. Oh, yeah. I mean, there weren't really... I don't know what's, what cell phones were like in 99. Or, Brick phones? Yeah, you couldn't like browse internet on them. Dude, you could barely text on them. Um, so it wouldn't be the same if that movie came out today. But like a lot of people believed it was real. I thought it was. A lot of people did. They were like, man, this is... Why aren't they like hiring teams of people to go investigate this and find out what happened? I mean, I it, thought the, the Bell Witch was real. Well, the Bell Witch was the Blair Witch was. The, yeah, I'm sorry, the Blair off Witch. Of, yeah, and I got kinfolk that live up in Maryland. The you right can go up there the and do a tour. It's only three hours from here. And no, talked I'm talking about, about the Blair Witch. Oh, the Bell Witch Cave. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the property, the house isn't there anymore. That all the stories came from, uh, but the cave is still there, and they'll do you a whole tour. Uh, and I think you can camp out there. You can. At the at the Elm Bell Sight. Witch Cave, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about the Blair Witch though. But the the Blair, the Bell Witch is what they based it off, yeah, of loosely. Well, I thought that the Blair Witch was real, and I was talking to my cousins about it, and they was like, "No, dude, there ain't nothing like that up there." <laughs> and this was the OG found footage movie. It may not yeah. have been the first one ever, but it was definitely the first one that that gained any momentum and popularity yeah it was the first one i'd ever seen and it kind of set the tone for i don't think you would have paranormal activity without the blair witch i don't think you'd have any of them and since then it was so long ago like people have done parodies of it and like they did a sequel that was horrible and it's hard to recreate that magic but i've been camping a lot of times and heard weird noises in the woods and i don't know it was just kind of I, I could almost like i didn't have stuff that bad happen obviously but I could kind of relate to that feeling of helplessness when you're out in the middle of nowhere, it's dark, and you hear a weird noise out in the woods. You're like, the hell am I supposed to do? I remember this one time I was sleepwalking, and I woke up in the, where I didn't know where I was. I kind of had that uh, that sense of helplessness. Were you in the woods? I was on B&K Road. Oh. That's when I, I woke up and thought for sure that you and Ubbo was taking me snipe hunting and dropped me off. I don't remember that. Oh, ask Ray Ray about it. He thinks it's hilarious to this day. Number six for you. Uh, 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So that would have been 
the first of the reboots. Reboots, yeah, yeah. Which was good. It, it was good. Is that the one that had Jessica Biel in it? No, I think. Or is they, that the beginning? Didn't they do like? I know they did at least two in that. Two or three. I don't remember. I don't remember. I saw them when they. I saw. I saw them in the theater actually. So. 2003 doesn't seem like that long ago, but it was. 17 years ago. Um, that's ironic because my next one is 1974's original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And again, when it came out, well, I didn't watch it when it came out. I wasn't born when it came out. But when I was old enough to be able to go rent it and watch it, there was no such thing as internet at all. And it, yeah, everybody. There was no way to somebody. fact check anything. And that like news report thing they did at the beginning, talking about how they, they caught the one guy and he got yeah. executed in the gas chamber in Texas. I was like, holy shit, this really happened. And I, I went to school the next day and was talking about it to my friends, like, yeah, man, I heard that totally happened. And this one girl was like, yeah, my dad was a truck driver and he was like in Texas around the time that that was happening. And like, he heard about it. And like you know how like kids are. Oh yeah, they're all you know full of shit. But it, I mean, everybody thought it was real. It, it they made it look and sound like this really happened. It was like way later that I was like, oh, this movies aren't real. So do you think what we're but saying is me. the internet is like the downfall of movies? <laughs> <laughs> it's the downfall of of that for sure. Like you can just pick up your phone and go, hey, did this really happen? And it's like, wah, wah. And they're like, no, nah, not really. But the idea of Leatherface did come from a real person. Yeah, Ed Gain. Yep. Uh, your next one is number seven. And it is the 2006 Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning. So 2003's Texas Chainsaw Massacre was like present day. And then the one in 2006 was like the same... Was that the, like, the like the prequel? The same universe, but it was the prequel to yeah. the one in 2003. All right, now, was the name of the movie The Beginning, or is he saying The Beginning is what scared him? I think there's no. I think there's a movie called Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning. I don't know. There's so many of them. I, I really, it's hard to keep up. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the film. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What did I do? Type in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. Or type in 2006 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Hey, that one in 2003 is the one with Jessica Biel and Matthew McConaughey. And Alexandria D'Addario. I like her. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. Let's click on that one. Maybe that'll give us a... Okay, here we go. You have... Uh... Wow, there was a pretty decent gap between part one and two. 74 to 86. Then part three and 90. Next Generation, 97. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 2003. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning, 2006. Texas so Chainsaw 3D. Okay. I don't think I saw that one. I didn't. And then Leatherface in 2017. Did it fall in with the same? No idea. There's a couple uh, straight to video that come out. I don't remember Texas one Chainsaw 3D. One of them was uh, 
only on the Sci-Fi Channel. I want to say. Really? Yeah, it was horrible. That don't sound right. Why didn't they list it here? It might not be associated with it. Interesting fact: uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. The guy that played Leatherface has been on our podcast. All right, Mahalov. Yep, yep. Holla. We, dude, we don't mind name dropping. Not What's one the point bit. of having a name if you can't drop it? Are we recording this? Okay. When I get on like Google and stuff, I'm not looking at our recording software, and I get like, you really scared me there for a second. <laughs> I scared myself. All right, is it? Uh, it's your turn. Number seven. 1976, The Omen. Oh, oh, cheesy poofs. Yeah, that was, uh, that's pretty freaky, man. The music alone is freaky. I can't remember. It's been so long since I've seen it, but like that scene where he's in the bathroom combing through his hair and he's looking because they, they told him the number would be on. And he, he found he it. He wasn't looking. His nanny or somebody was brushing his hair and found it. Wasn't was it? it? They parted his hair. And 666 was like in his... I thought he found it. Dude, he was young. He was. He was a, he was a little boy in like boarding school or something. He was like... <gasps> and he was like, whoa. It could have been. Like you said, it's been a long time since I... I just remember him. that was like a holy shit moment. Like, whoa. That's when you realize. He's like... You're like, dude. He's like... I'm the Antichrist. He's like, yeah. I need to check my niece's hair. <laughs> this, <laughs> number eight. I never heard of it. 2015's Martyrs. I've definitely heard of it. I've never watched it, but it's every time you, and I'm a sucker for clickbait like this, when they'll say like, it'll be on like your news feed, it'll be like creepiest movies of all time. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I went see, and watched I all those. I see if I agree with this list. So I'm a yeah. sucker for I know it's going to be full of ads. It's going to give my computer a virus. I'm going to have to run super anti-spyware afterwards and like crush all the malware and ransomware. But, but you still but go I through But I still it. do it because, I'm, you know, I just have to. I'm a sucker for but the YouTube But that movie videos. is on every list. I see that movie listed for where for all the creepy movies. Well, then we need to watch Like disturbing it. movies. Uh, so I'll have to get Sean to tell us about that because I haven't seen it. We would definitely have to watch that. 1998, The Ring. I think I've told the story before. I watched that movie at home alone by myself <laughs> at night. Which, you know, it's easy to be like a badass when you're watching a horror movie, like in a room with your friends. You're like, oh, ha, 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 look at that. But then when you're home by yourself, it's a whole different setting. And this is back when... You know, like you would plug your cable TV into your VCR yeah, and then and from the VCR to the TV so that you could record. And you'd use record, your VCR to you change, change the channels. channels. And yeah. Well, I had one of those VCRs that if you if you just let it sit for a while, it would go off. Mm -hmm. And since it fed the cable to my TV, I would just have white Static. snow on my TV. And that was like a thing in the movie. Well, I woke up in the middle of the night and rolled over and there my TV sitting there with white snow on it. And I was like, if my... If my I almost said cell phone. If my landline phone next to my bed rings right now, was I, that a thing in the ring? The, I the thought landline? when you watched it, like the phone rang and it told and you, said seven days. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, I was like, I saw seriously like if my phone rings right now, I'm shooting it. We was talking about this earlier during the break, and I'd forgot about the phone ringing. Yeah, 
I thought that movie was scary. And again, like it was scary. In in hindsight, if you watched it now, I don't know if it. Would I don't know, up, dude. That girl coming out of the TV screen and all that stop motion bullshit yeah. that they do make it look all creepy. Like Clint was talking about that the other day. All right, Clint. Uh, Clint. Huh? Hey, Clint. Forty and slip. I'm here. Sean's number nine is the original 1982 John Carpenter's The Thing. Great movie. I need to rewatch that. I've watched it, and I remember liking it. I remember nothing about it. A basic outrun outline of it. There was an Antarctic expedition, and they basically dug something up out of the ice that we're assuming was an alien. We really don't know. But what it would do was... Uh, it would like morph into you or like take you over and snatch your body. Mm, sorta. That I mean that part's a little bit little bit hazy on me. But the only way you would know if the person was the real person or not was uh it couldn't duplicate metal. So if you had fillings or anything like that, piercings, it couldn't it couldn't do that. Which I know that's a little bit of a spoiler, but come on, people. Came out in 82. It's been out for, what, 28 years? Well, let me take you to the year 1980. 38 years? Let me take you to the year 1984. Uh-oh. There's a little movie called A Nightmare on Elm Street. And before you think about this movie the way you remember it, just think about this. The simple idea that nightmares that can actually kill you is pretty terrifying. Because nightmares are scary enough. But you can actually die in your nightmare. Well, you remember back then, the whole thing was if you died in your dream, you, you died, died for life. real. Yeah. And that's probably what they were playing off of. Yeah, because I would always try really hard not to die in my dreams, but I wasn't very successful most of the time. So you died in your dreams? Are you dead right now? I don't think so. I don't think so. If I mean, my blood pressure is pretty high, but... I mean, it's good. This would be an awkward friendship if I'm just now finding out you've been dead all this time. I'm working on it. Uh, that scene where like the the girl's dreaming and he's killing her and like she starts going up the wall and then onto the ceiling and then there's like all this blood. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the whole room is just drenched in blood. There's there's so many scenes you forget about in that movie. That Johnny are, Depp getting pulled down into the. Uh, no, that wasn't Johnny Depp. The dude he got pulled down on the waterbed. And Jason goes, now that's what I call a wet dream. No, I don't think that was part one. Was that part two? I don't think that was part one. That was part one because was Nancy was looking across the... Uh, okay. She, it was her, her neighbor. She had the hots for him. Okay. I thought it was Johnny Depp, but it might not have been him. I've rewatched that movie a bunch of times, and I know the scene you're talking about, but I get the different scenes mixed up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of... There, it was just different than other horror movies of the time. They did a lot well, of crazy one, stuff. For there was a lot more blood. And again, like I said, just the idea that you could your nightmares can kill you, that's pretty scary. The kill scenes were a lot more gruesome. Uh, your last one. Uh, it's actually not a horror movie, but... Well, this isn't I can technically see why horror movies. I, but but it, I didn't say it had to be a horror movie. <laughs> exactly. The, the movies that scared you or disturbed you the most and why. Schindler's List. And for any of our listeners that's never watched it, I'm going to say you're 
Well, I'm going to say you're, there's a lot of you that's probably never watched it. This movie is old. We didn't look it up, but I think it came out in the 60s. No, it's not that old. You don't Hang think on. so? Well, no, I don't. Let's look it up real quick. S-H-I-N-D-L-E-R. 1993. That is not correct. It says Schindler's List. There's a, it's a 1993 war drama. That's the remake then. They did a remake? Yep, Liam Neeson. Yeah, the first one come out in like a long, long time ago. I didn't know they did a remake. Let me type in original... Dude, I could have swore Schindler's List come out like forever ago. It's nineteen ninety three there. I because it was about I the didn't Holocaust. think it come out in the sixties, but sixties seventies is what it I was seems thinking. like it was longer ago than that. Of course, dude. I mean, we're we're old. Nineteen ninety three doesn't seem long ago to us. But could this be like a Mandela effect? No, well, not nineteen ninety three was shit. Maybe I'm thinking about the book. 30 years Maybe ago. Maybe it was based on a book. I don't math too good. How long ago was 1993? How many years? 93, uh, 27 years ago. Well, I said 30. That's close. Yeah, 1990 is 30. So. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Big. Um, I got two more. I don't know how we got off track because that was your number you pro- ten. This you probably nine. got uh, what you might call it, honorable mentions. You're right. Um, 1987 Hellraiser, the original. Oh, nice, creepy as hell. Again, I knew I was watching a horror movie, but I wasn't like quite prepared for that level of effed upness with, you know, the Cenobites, which are basically demons from hell. And this guy that was trying to, like, recreate his body by, like, blood and murder. That, that movie was, was chilling. Especially the creation of Pinhead. 1968, Rosemary's Baby. I remember watching that. Again, not knowing what... I think I, I, think I knew it was a horror movie, because I think I saw it like in the rental store in the horror section. But when I watched it, I was like, this movie's not that scary. You know, I don't it, think I've ever watched it. And then as it, as it went on, you're like, whoa, this is disturbing. And then you're like, this is deeply disturbing. And then at the end of the movie, when they like did the big reveal that it's basically the devil's kid, and they're all like, hell, Satan, hell, Satan. You were like, dude. And the, like, you're like, Sean, where are you at? <laughs> yeah, like, you never heard people say stuff like that. No. Like, that was like, hey, can they get away with this? Like, can you even say that? <laughs> like, how are they not, like, you know, how are they able to say that? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever watched it. It was, it was disturbing for, you know, somebody that grew up in, in a Baptist church every Sunday. Seeing, you know, because he said, they were like, oh, he has his father's eyes. And you don't really see the baby, but, like, for, like, one second, you see the eyes, and it's like a... Like well, red, like a demon, yeah. Wasn't the guy who played that? Wasn't he like a big Satan? Hey, if you're gonna guy talk, come over here. Oh, they can hear him from over there. Wasn't he like a? <laughs> it's Clint. Wasn't he like the leader of the Satanic Church in real life? Like after he grew up. 
No. I don't know. I don't think so. But did was that even a character a person that played the devil? The devil's he played the baby. I thought it was just like a monster puppet or something. You, you talking about the actor who played him? Yeah. Didn't he grow up to be like the leader of the satanic church or something? I Honestly, I don't know. I didn't think so, but... What was the name of the baby? Was it just Rosemary's Baby? <laughs> In the film directed by Roman Poe, the child is called Adrian by the Castavets. In honor of Adrian Mercado. However, Rosemary calls it Andrew. Rosemary gave birth to a cloven hoofed infant. Wrote the film, blah, blah, blah. Her actor husband having mated her with Satan in exchange for a Broadway hit. For the record, we never see the cloven hoof or even the baby, though we do hear it cry in its crib. I thought you saw its eyes for a second. All right, so apparently That's the way I remember it. Baby. It was just some crying. Because you never seen him. I think this is the same thing. For the record, we never see a cloven hoof or even the baby. Yeah, that's the same thing you just read. Wow. I could have swore I remember seeing its eyes. Like they were like red demon looking eyes. You tell me out right there? Right there. That's not a baby's eyes. It's not a baby's face. It just saw a flash of something that was freaky, okay? Yeah. Like I said, dude, I've never seen it. I'm almost, I don't think I've ever seen it. If I was, I was like, Really young and like put it out of my mind. I saw it when I was really young and haven't watched it since. So I may be remembering it wrong. Well, that might be a good one for us to revisit one night. Well, Not it, is, tonight. it is Halloween. I want to watch a scary movie. But oh, right God. now I have queued up 2005's Amityville Horror. With Ryan Reynolds. Yep. That house is for sale. <laughs> yeah, $1.1 million. Mm -hmm. Let's buy it. I got like 10 bucks on it. I got a 20. You got the rest? You got how much? I probably got like 38 cents. Like I probably got, I don't know, I got about $8. I don't think we got enough for a down payment. I'll write a check. To rent it. 18 bucks so far. Well, I got a 20. All right, let's wrap this bad boy up. We're going to we're gonna be back tomorrow talking about some of the stuff we did this month. We're going to have a two-parter here. Yeah, we're going to sure. have to. We're going to have to. Because just us talking about the stuff we've done this month so far. Yeah, is we gone. haven't even touched on that yet. We kind of no. did in the Lost intro. Well, I think the only thing we've really touched on is some of the equipment we got. Yeah. So. And we used it. Yeah. So what do, what do people need to do? And we, we have a new game plan going forward with our Halloween stuff that's going to be better. Well, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that on the intro. Yeah. So what it, do people need to do? They need to call our voicemail line at 662-767-4487. And you need to go check out our Patreon page. You need where? to go on patreon.com. You can just search for real pop culture or go to patreon.com slash real pop culture. Uh, like and subscribe on iTunes or wherever podcasts are available. What episode number is this? 146? No, I think we said 147. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Real Pop Culture episode 147.
We've been broadcasting live from high atop the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the kids. At the Kill J Ranch. At the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye. Love you, man. It. Mm. Whoa.